Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Fan Tracks, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. On Fan Tracks, we take a movie or a TV show from the world of geek culture and gather around, watch it all at the same time together, and provide a commentary track for you to listen to and follow along with. It's very much in the style of director's commentary that you see on DVDs, but it's all from the perspective of being a fan as opposed to working on the project itself. We'll crack some jokes, we'll geek out over our favorite moments, and we'll talk about things from the fanboy point of view. I'm your host, the owner of fanboysanonymous.com, Tony Mango, and with me on the panel tonight, we have fanboy Chris Dace. Hey, hey, hey! And fangirl Emily Rogers. Hello! Tonight, in honor of the upcoming X-Men Days of Future Past movie, which looks pretty awesome so far... We're going to be watching the two-parter Days of Future Past story episodes from X-Men, the animated series. The original air dates were March 13th and March 30th, if I'm remembering correctly, in 1993, so real blast from the past. We're going to see if this actually holds up or if it looks uh, significantly worse now that this is 2014. (laughs) But what the hell, our childhood memories are still going to be the same. This was an awesome show. And it's good to be uh, taking these for the first episode of Fan Tracks. So what we're going to do and what you guys are going to do, queue up your DVD or stream or however you're watching this and get ready to hit the play button. We'll give you a countdown of 3, 2, 1, play. And we'll be starting right at the beginning of the opening title sequence. So when you hear me say play, just click the play button and you'll be ready to go. Get ready, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Three, two, one, play. So, one thing to mention here, of course, is obviously the opening music, which I always thought was amazing, and I still listen to it quite a bit. But one thing I never got as a kid was um, what the environments that these people are supposed to be jumping out from. Like, Wolverine's just on a mesa, and <laughs> Storm's on the same mesa, but... A horizontal flip. <laughs> uh, this theme is amazing. I hum it as I walk through work. <laughs> now that looks like that would be a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember ever seeing that. but <laughs> It's in that uh, deleted scenes that were coming at one point. <laughs> yeah, but just floats in the air. Okay. Extra power. <laughs> Hell, I want to see this episode where everybody clashes together. <laughs> I don't understand what they're doing there. They just run into <laughs> each other and explode. <laughs> head first on. This is a scene from Cloverfield. Right yeah. before it takes the head off. Of the like, how, how is that still standing and how did it break? <laughs> I love how it was necessary to show it's a bird flying around too. This isn't really too much different from New York today. The only difference is the graffiti is a lot simpler. Yeah. Get some road miles cool. on them. At least hair gel is still available in their most popular environment. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dated into the 90s. It's ridiculous. And who would ever make these sentinels, those colors and stuff? Who thought the... that was a good idea in the first place? Yeah, the colors of Magneto. 
What a superpower this guy. Only his arms can change into metal. And he could just run straight forward into his animals. He is uh, Stan Lee's half-ass Colossus. <laughs> Maybe he should have been running in the opening sequence head-on first. <laughs> and he had such like a precision cut on that one leg. He feels it necessary that he's got his neck covered with uh, that outfit, but not his legs. Yeah. Hipster. Nineties. So we got old Wolverine here. We've got discount Colossus and discount Jubilee. So what is Bishop's mutant power in this cartoon? Because so far it's, I have a gun. (laughs) Take a while before they say what his um, power is. And when they do it, it's just kind of like, yeah, uh, I can take energy, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. At least they're all wearing outfits to blend into their environment. <laughs> like that's And I'm pretty sure Wolverine. he's got the X-Men logo on him. Uh, Bishop. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> he's already an X-Men, even though he's hunting them. Yeah. Hell of a team player. Now, Wolverine's got those adamantium claws. He can cut through those electrical wires. He can cut through the actual thing that's transporting him. But, nah, we'll just sit and chat. God, the acting and stuff is so bad in this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, rookie. You'll play a drinking game to this. Uh, drink every time he says rookie. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't think he says bub in this. Yeah. Two of them aren't even putting up the slightest bit of a fight. I want to communicate with somebody that way. Shoot laser beams. Did they really need to destroy the card? Yeah. And precision. Just to take out the card, not his hand. Right. (laughs) You just said that you can practically kill the guy. Why not just blow them all to pieces? But nah, we gotta make sure that we reiterate that it's just the card we're going after right now. Yeah. So Jubilee's already dead. Yeah. Of course, she's the one who dies the uh, the quickest too. He's been dead for four years by our count. Yeah. You can waste that extra time putting that on the mask. The Sentinel knows what the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good identities. point. <laughs> if it wasn't for robots on this show, Wolverine would never be able to use his claws. Yeah. There's something ridiculous about the music of this episode. They keep going back and forth between either trying to replicate Terminator's music or doing some kind of a cowboy thing for Bishop. And yeah. He does not look like any cowboy that I know. How many cowboys wearing blue? Nimrod, what a stupid name. Sentinel makes sense. They're supposed to be, you know, hunting people down. 
Nimrod? You're really going to name it after something that's an insult for smart people? <laughs> I never quite got Forge's power. He's good at machines. Yeah, so he's just smart. Yeah. It's like, well, so is Beast. Yeah. And he's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, I have a headband. <laughs> and an armband for you. <laughs> it's my special power. I'm band man. Everybody wants to go back to the 90s. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I need to go back in time and make sure that I don't turn my life into crap. <laughs> and I didn't even kill anybody. I mean, come on. Dude, his quads are huge. <laughs> that portal. Wow. So Forge can build a time machine and he can't build an EMP to take out all the Sentinels. <laughs> Why does he need to pull a trigger? He's got claws. <laughs> <laughs> and spoiler alert, turns out to be Gambit. I'm pretty sure Gambit doesn't have any kind of a special power that makes him immune to stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Stabby, stab, stab, stab. Right. Oh, but your claws are good enough now. <laughs> he's too old in every incarnation of the X-Men <laughs> he's the definition of old shot <laughs> go in peace for your assassination like five minutes ago <laughs> but we trust you to do the most important thing ever Dude, I just met. Man, this time machine takes a long time, doesn't it? Yeah. And kind of weird. He can just turn around in it and stuff. Yeah, time machine's made out of um, carnival targets. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't Terminator rules, even though they're stealing the Terminator music. He'd be coming back naked. Yeah. They're just skipping that scene where he robs a homeless person of his pants. <laughs> I like how they depicted New York yet again. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. Shoot the kids. Shoot the kids. <laughs> Sentinels in disguise. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible street. <laughs> There's a, literally that car has been <laughs> smashed. It's just sitting there. There's another one, too. <laughs> Somebody's going around stomping on the hoods of cars. Well, in the Marvel Universe. True. <laughs> oh my god, the acting. What do I do? I don't remember. I need to explain the plot. 
Now, I didn't watch this ahead of time of the other episodes, but um, I can't remember why Beast is in prison for this. Uh, what was it? It was something with Magneto, I think, where they framed him, but he wants to stay and serve out his trial. Never liked Beast. <laughs> Just break out. You're Beast. Well, I, and you'll see soon that he can. Yeah. Everyone keeps trying to break him out, but he won't go. Channing Tatum, everybody. Channing Tatum. <laughs> I think he'll do good. Better than Taylor Kitsch. Good point. At least uh, Tatum kind of looks like him. <laughs> he, he just bent the bars back. Rogue's got to leave, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're going to have to do that again, Beast. Gene! What's up with that guy? Uh... You're just fighting an albino? <laughs> Haters. Did he, what did he do to you? Well, there's your opening credit sequence thing with Cyclops. And here they are running again. That's <laughs> half of what they do is run. <laughs> Why you you fell on your head. Uh, Punisher, I get it. <laughs> Although Punisher is supposed to exist in this universe, too. This uh, had a crossover with the Spider-Man universe, and Punisher was a part of that series. So that means in this universe, Punisher is a real guy, and they decided to make a video game based off of this crazy vigilante wearing a skull that shoots people. Yes. <laughs> and little kids are playing it. So you want to complain about Grand Theft Auto nowadays? <laughs> I was just going to say, that's GTA of their time. Exactly. This is far in the, in the past comparison, and they really know what the future is going to happen. Speaking of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so, he's driving the stick bus. Like, it's a stick shift, and he's not making any stick shifts. No, he's just stepping on the brakes and stuff every once in a while. Nice job, Septa, with your tan bus. You can just go right through the... <laughs> Some security, huh? This mansion's got the danger room and all that, and you could just drive a bus through the damn thing. <laughs> right up to the freaking door. And the leader of the X-Men responded to Jubilee saying, there's a creep coming. <laughs> Everybody knows you got a cock uh, gun that shoots lasers. Oh, God. Imagine if you came across Jubilee in real life. Somebody wearing that outfit. Uh, people probably do it nowadays. <laughs> now, this was rated PG-13. He would have got stabbed. <laughs> Just like right in the throat or something. <laughs> End of story. How's that supposed to work? Wolverine, don't. He's never met you before, dude. Yeah. This is 60 years in the future. (laughs) 
I actually like this kind of version of Cerebro. Wait, was that Beast? <laughs> was he just there? I'm pretty sure Beast was just there. <laughs> the animators forgot he's in jail. <laughs> Never liked Gene's um, design on this show. She's got shorter hair than Cyclops. <laughs> I've noticed that all these protesters are white. <laughs> Symbolism. <laughs> Wolverine can wear sleeveless shirts when he's actually um, dressed up in the Wolverine outfit, but other than that, he's got to have a full-on coat. He's too cold. <laughs> he's Canadian. He should never be cold. <laughs> All the main characters have great eyebrows. <laughs> Let's see, he's got an eyebrow underneath his nose there. That weapon looks like a penis. <laughs> the Wolverine just takes it off of Jubilee. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Drop this before you shoot somebody, you idiot. Now, I actually have never read the Days of Future Past comic book. But I do know that it revolves around Kitty Pride, and she is completely absent here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Bishop took her spot in this version. I actually kind of like that better. Other than doing this kind of a thing with time travel, Bishop really doesn't have that much of a purpose, so... He's holding his wrestling at hurt. Ouch. <laughs> I didn't like being constrained to that. You know, I fight wars every day and hunt mutants down, but that chafed. And Cyclops really likes this gun. That's the third time they showed him pointing it. <laughs> you have a gun in your face. I don't think you need a handgun. What? Gravity? No? <laughs> That's Nimrod. That's the stupidest looking robot. <laughs> and she's dead. That was the end of Storm. <laughs> Not, oh, help, Storm might be crushed. It's She's claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes Jean. <laughs> Wait for it. I think they just recorded like 10 versions of that and just did it repeatedly throughout the series. Oh, it's like if you're the voice actor, it's like, okay, we need you to record 100 more genes. My God, another one? Yeah, well, this is just for one episode. Yeah. Jane, 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 Jane. 
Storm's always so overdramatic. I summon the winds from the north to come. Just fucking do it already. <laughs> At Shout least out to Drama Factor. Yeah. At least Nimrod's uh, polite enough to just sit there and listen until it happens. Yeah, Ultron wouldn't take her shit. Uh, he would just be like, hey, you're claustrophobic? Get in a box. <laughs> Since this is marketed towards kids, you can tell when they just do all the exposition and completely repeat things for the kids to remember. Hey, remember this thing? This thing? Here? Yeah, the thing we pointed out? If I lose that, I go back. Remember, kids, if I lose this... <laughs> the, the guy that has the darkest side. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm awesome. <laughs> Just for that, I'm gonna kill you. I used to have a crush on Rogue. I did until the movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is the Rogue you want. Yeah. There's a picture of me floating around from Disney of uh, standing next to one of the fake people as Rogue. Now his memories are back. Right. <laughs> So to be continued. All right, we're going to come back again in the next part with the next episode.